Got a white man just what he can do. They don't care nothing about me. All they want is my voice. About them songs I give you. They're not the right songs. I don't take them off your hands for you. I got my time coming to me. You don't know nothing about what kind of blood I got, what kind of heart I got beat here. That right there was the final, well, was the trailer for Chadwick Boseman's final movie dropping on Netflix entitled Ma Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Now, watching that trailer, I mean, it was tough for me, speaking for myself, not to get emotional or not to just become overwhelmed because Chadwick Boseman dying, to me, that's a celebrity death that has affected me tremendously. Like, strictly from the fact that This was a young black man who took care of himself. Now, even going back to the situation with um, Kobe Bryant now, his situation was sad and like it hurt. But that was a tragic accident. Like situations like that, as sad as it may be, that can happen to any one of us. Any one of us. Now, I'm not trying to, you know, bring a somber mood, but any one of us today can be leaving here, going to work, going to Walmart and get into a sudden accident. And sadly, that is the end of our lives. But with Chadwick Boseman, the fact that this was a young man in his 40s who took care of himself. Now, you can see him over the years and you can tell clearly this was not someone who abused drugs. This was not someone who was a heavy alcoholic. He took care of himself physically because if you've seen any of his movie roles and most, I mean, you know, I don't got to say no homo, but in most of his roles, he was in great shape. He was in, I don't want to say elite physical shape, but he was, you know, he took care of himself. So the fact that this was a young man in his forties and yes, yes, he's, he's 40. He he was like 42. And I say young man, 40 is young. Like Diddy is what, about 50? And Diddy still looked great. But Chadwick Boseman was in his 40s and he died of colon cancer. And the fact that I know, like shooting this movie, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom dropping on Netflix at the end of the year, like he was already at advanced stages of colon cancer. And the fact that he kept this to himself and still put on, as you can tell by the trailer, a masterful performance. Let me clap it up. Like for me, myself, as a black man, it's like it's hard not to be inspired by that because it has been a tough week for me, you know, mentally and dealing with a lot of things such as the recent loss of a family member. Like I have a lot of family issues going on. I haven't spoken to my mom in, I believe, over a year now. Like it's just a lot going on to where. Like not all, but sometimes there is a. Like a celebrity tends to stand out to me that I don't want to say idolize because I don't idolize celebs because to me, they are regular people, but someone who has qualities that I can look up to. So I just want to say again, R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. I'm looking forward to watching this film, but let me hit the intro music. You know, last week I forgot to hit the intro music. Some of you guys let me know you didn't hit the intro. I, I mean, I forgot. 
And of course, this week I told you guys I was going to talk about sex. You know, in this episode, I might include some, you know, some sex elements. But I, to be honest, like the fact that I make these episodes by myself, I, I think of the content, I edit everything. Like I didn't want to talk about the same thing two weeks straight. But I had that episode; it's already made in full. So you know, I'm gonna put that out in the very, very, very near future. But let me hit the intro music, man. Y'all gotta hear my shit. Y'all ain't gonna go two weeks without hearing this. Nah, fuck that. This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick, so you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and says, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? It's that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. Oh, man. Your boy is back covering this celeb news, man. A lot has happened this week from Ice Cube to Cardi B taking back Offset. To T.I.'s friend, T.I. admitted in a song that his friend pissed on Drake. Now, I don't really understand how to take this, but let me boo his friend. That's some bullshit. Now, the story was, I guess, that T.I.'s friend got so drunk at a movie premiere. I believe the movie premiere was for, um, what's that? That movie that came out? Takers. The story that the story was that T.I.'s friend got so drunk that he ended up pissing on Drake. Now, I kind of wish we had video from this incident because I'm just trying to think like and you guys can hit me up at Lunchroom Chatterpod, you know, woman, too. But I don't really understand how. Matter of fact, yeah, if you are somewhere and I guess a man gets so drunk to where he pisses on you. Like, how would you respond? Because I'm thinking right now as I'm saying it. Like, if I'm somewhere. Now, if I'm in the bathroom, still, not, never mind. There's, if I'm in the bathroom, there's no reason why you should piss on me. Because, like, as men, we know. It is an unwritten rule in the bathroom stall. If I'm pissing right here, don't piss next to me. You got to skip a stall so I can have my space. I mean, now, if it's busy and there's one guy at the left stall. And then he skipped and now he's at the right side. You can't go in the middle. Like that is an unwritten rule in the bathroom. You got to wait. You got to wait till somebody on the side finish. Like don't use that middle stall because I don't want to be looking at the wall taking a piss and I got to hear your breath. And then, you know, you might pee hard because if you ain't piss all day, you might pee hard to where your pee spray up in the air. And that is shit hitting my face and falling on my jeans. And no, we ain't doing that. But um, I don't. I don't really know why T.I. felt the need to include. Now, we heard this story years ago back when um when Meek Mill was going back and forth with Drake. Where, you know, Meek Mill said years ago, you know, back when he had his beef that one of T.I.'s friends pissed on Drake. And we kind of was like, nah, he lying. That ain't true. So I don't felt I don't understand why T.I. felt the need to include that his friend pissed on Drake. If this is something that happened they said in 2010, we in 2020.
Now let me play out what he said. This is what T.I. rapped about on his new song. It's, it's a dope-ass album, though, man. This song is called We Did It Big. And his friend, yeah, you did it big, my nigga. This is what he said. Yeah, but my yeah. Life as I know it, it started that day I put up with you. Total your deuce in the quarter. You say I will win in the race, though. Fifth a hint to the face. If fifth on your waist, caught a body. Spend millions of pill in your case while I'm fighting my own. Somehow I got you home, so drunk in LA, end up pissing on Drake. What? T.I. Clifford Harris. What? I'm going to have to start using big words. Nigga, that was preposterous. What the fuck? I know you did not just. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, what was T.I. doing? Like, I don't. Uh, oh, my God. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? Like, I don't understand. Like, I just picture T.I. right now on his iPhone writing his lyrics. With the notebook and just said, you know what? Mm, I know I, I got the bar that's gonna be fire right here. I'ma say, okay, let me say, yeah, you pissed on Drake. T.I. Like, now they said the other day that Drake had unfollowed T.I. on Instagram. Now, y'all know unfollowing, that's the new, we not friends no more. Like, couples do it. You piss me off so much, you know, I'm gonna unfollow you on Instagram. Like, that's like the last step now. T.I. is still following Drake, so that lets me know that. What's going on? It's like one-sided. But, T.I., there was no need. And I'm going to give you the dumb bitch because you were stupid. Let me get it. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. There was no need, again, to include or even bring up the fact that your friend pissed on Drake. Now, if it happened last week and you got... But 10 years, bruh. 10 years. That's like someone getting married today and they want to bring up, you know, 10 years ago, my ex did... What? Let it go, Clifford Harris. Let it go. Now, Ice Cube was in the news this week. Now... I don't really know how exactly I want to feel about this, but I don't agree with what Ice Cube did. I understand that he may... Now, is he canceled? Look, I'm going to say this now. I don't believe in cancel culture. Cancel culture is pointless because people try to cancel any and everybody to where cancel culture is now diluted with bullshit. But I can admit, Ice Cube, I do not agree with what you did. Like, with the way this election is panning out, and with the way things are going, to meet with Donald Trump when he has taken every opportunity right now to throw his face behind anyone who is famous in the black community, to even take this meeting right now with him, I just felt like he didn't read the room properly. Again, this is my opinion. Because everybody right now is clamoring for the black vote. And to me, it's kind of cringy. Like with Joe Biden, did y'all see the the rap battle? Um, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris ad they put out. Like if that don't let y'all know that both of these parties are pandering for the black vote, like that just lets me know how powerful our voice is. Like how much Trump and Joe Biden they need us. So the fact Ice Cube, someone who we look up to so well in the black community, the fact that you would let yourself, I felt like Ice Cube let himself be a pawn. Now, I understand people are going to say, you know, well, he asked to sit down with Trump and Biden to discuss his platinum plan. 
But I feel as if that should have been done. Trump has been in the office for four years, basically. To meet with him now, even over the summer, like when you seen how this election was going, was like you seen how this election is going to pan out. Where Trump was trying to take post office mailboxes so people can't mail in mail in ballots. Like it's so much going on right now. To where to even sit down with Donald Trump right now, even if it happened a month ago, it's not the right time. You got Kanye West pandering for Trump. You got Kanye West saying vote for Kanye. Don't vote for Biden. Like it's so much going on right now. I feel as if any black person especially a black man or woman who holds value and power in our society. Like do not let yourself become a pawn by standing beside or even engaging with Trump because the Trump organization, they were quick to throw ice cube under the bus. I, I forgot her name. She put out a message, you know, shout out to ice cube for sitting with us and discussing the plan. Like, See, it's like it's shady stuff like that that lets me know that they used Ice Cube to become a pawn. Like anytime someone in the black culture supports Trump, even the other week when I mentioned um, producer Polo the Don, like Trump is quick to shout them out because like like to, to him, that's like, you see what black people, you may not like me, but Ice Cube likes me. You may not like me, but Polo the Don likes me. You may not like me, but Kanye likes me as a way to win over more black voters. Like, do not let yourself become a pawn. Now, like I said on IG, I don't care who's voting. Well, who's running against Trump? It could be Flavor Flav. It could be Ray J. Like anybody but Trump right now. And that's the sad part because Joe, Joe Biden has major flaws as well. But looking at Trump, it's basically like people say the lesser of two evils. But when I seen that video they put out of a rap battle campaign video, if that is not pandering to the black community, then I don't know what is like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Joe, Joe Biden. What's next? A chicken KFC video, a P Valley with the motherfuckers twerking as you say vote black people vote for me you see i'm in p valley like what's next joe biden let me play y'all some of this this bullshit it should pop right up joe biden i'm let me go to youtube real quick joe biden i'm gonna say i don't know rap battle here we go L listen to this listen to this bullshit man Listen to this. And this is on Joe Biden's official YouTube page. And then again, he turned the comments off. Like you knew what you was going to get. To have a, a part of your campaign and you feature two rap battlers. Like come the fuck. Oh my God. Let me skip back to where they battling. We're to go back to China taking the coronavirus as a joke. And that's the part that frightened me. When you choose a president, it's supposed to be a knockout. Then why this situation doesn't enticing me? If you got the answers to get me out this dark path, my brother, enlighten me. We always telling each other to stay woke. 
That's why this time we gotta use our voice and you have to vote. The facts should show. Biden has a plan for African Americans. We're not dealing with your average Joe. I see the way you looking right now. You know exactly where I'm gonna go with this. For four years we had Trump in office and we I made them. More of this bullshit. These motherfuckers is rap battling on a basketball court. And let me let me check. Again, the comments are off, but looking at this, it has three thousand likes and ten thousand dislikes because black. This is pandering, bruh. Come on, like I've never seen nothing like this before. Like, if this don't let my people know, if this don't let black people know that our voices are so powerful to where they are stooping to all levels. I remember Joe Biden a couple months back, he was in L.A. feeding people chicken and, and sh like, come on. Like, he is pandering so bad for the black vote. He did a, he did a, a I believe it was an interview on Instagram with Cardi B. Like, come on. Y'all remember when Hillary Clinton was running, she sat down with the Breakfast Club and said, you know, I, I keep hot sauce in my purse. Like, come on. But again, when you look at what every, at um, everything that Trump has done, it's hard to even, like, it's hard to even pick Trump over anybody else. Like, Trump has called black and white women stupid, dumb, and everything on TV. Like, when you get someone who does not care how he, spe how he speaks to people publicly, he got to go. But like Diddy said, I feel, and it kind of feels that way now, even over the past couple of years, that if we get Trump back in office for another four years, it will be a serious, major race war. Now, celebrities have come out the past couple of days, you know, where they got caught inside or was driving through Trump rallies and they ended up being attacked either with verbal abuse or physical abuse. So I'm going to play y'all. This is, um, I got a couple celebs, man. They released videos of how they had to deal with a lot. So I'm going to play y'all this shit. And then we're going to get into Cardi B, man. I ain't going to spend too much time on Cardi B. She took Offset back. We kind of knew this was coming. She said, you know, um, I know he's a cheater, but I had to take him back because, you know, he bought me a new truck. Like, should I turn down the new truck? And I wanted some dick. But let's dive into these Trump, man. Yo, Trump supporters, act right, man. I know y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna listen, but um, this is um, what's her name? Amber Riley, I believe. Let me get her name straight. It's a beautiful black sister, man. Yeah, Amber Riley. She detailed the Trump incident when she was driving, I guess, through the the Trump rally, and the Trump supporters spit on her car. She let it be known. Look, look, I'm a, let me let me play what she said, cause she got to the shit. Oh, what does what is what does being a Trump supporter mean? Because I just drove into a parking lot because I'm going into a store, drove into a parking lot. This older white man, the Trump hat on, decides before I can drive into the parking lot, I'm in the driveway, decides he's going to jump in front of my car, take his Trump hat off, use it as some kind of badge telling me that I needed to stop. Like he was like pointing at the Trump supporter part of his hat. And when I was like, whatever, move along, like get from the front of my car so I can go and do what I have to do. This motherfucker spit on my car. 
In 2020, he saw a black woman decided that he was going to try and punk me and the motherfucker spit on my car. I, I, I don't. But I can say this. I'm not the one, the two, or the three. Mm, let them know, okay? sis. I'm not the person that's going to take their phone out mm. and make you f She about that action. When you're doing racist sh I'm going to beat your ass. Mm. I don't condone violence, but I do condone self-defense. You better preach, okay, sister. I, I, I can ignore your racist bullshit. Mm. But when it comes to assault, mm. I'm not taking my phone out. This is not a game. We clapping again for you, sis. I will beat your ass. Woo! That's what needs to start happening. How how much how much do you guys expect black people to take? Mm. How much more do y'all expect us to take? How? Mm. Sis ain't done. So peacefully, and we're supposed to be pacifist and just be passive and let people know. No. Mm. No. No. If I would have found him in that store because I did go and look for him, I probably would be in jail right now. I'm 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 done being nice. Everybody got that breaking nice point. To begin with. Mm. Francia FaceTime me freaking the fuck out today. Cuz she was on the 405 and the little Trump rally on the 405 decided to box her in her car. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Yo, like I mean everybody got a breaking point. At a certain point enough is enough. Like it's only so much Black people can take before we snap back. But then when we snap back, white people, Trump supporters are going to flip it and say, you see, you see, that's why they, that's why they get treated that way, because they snap like that. They say things like that, but then they they forget to mention the fact that like you can only back someone into a corner for so long. I don't care how nice someone is. I don't care if it's the sweetest animal ever. Like if you keep backing somebody into a corner and they feel surrounded and feel as if there's no way out from that corner, eventually we're going to fight back. We're going to beat your ass so we can get out from up under that corner. Like, everybody got that breaking point, but um, I want to get back real quick to what I was speaking about where I mentioned um, the, the situation with Ice Cube because D.L. Hughley had some interesting comments about that. I'm seeing if I could find the reply. Because like I said, I understand in a sense what I guess he was trying to accomplish. But I felt as if he picked the wrong time to even try to sit down with Trump and have a discussion about that topic, my brother. Like you waited too long because like I said, Trump been in the office for four years. If you wanted to meet with Trump, you should have, I mean, been there, done that already. I'm, I cannot find this. I just had this shit pulled up, man. But I want y'all to hear what Dio Hughley had to say because I felt like he had some very intelligent, mature points. So if I could find that, give me a second. Here we go. So this is what Dio Hughley said. He said this on the Dio Hughley show. It's, uh, you've seen black person after black person after black person after black person ruin themselves on the altar of Trump with nothing in return, and Ice Cube is the latest one. The platinum plan. When I heard it, it was insulting from the gate. Why didn't they have the spinning rims plan? We have a third wave of COVID coming right now, and he's meeting with the dude that gave us three Fridays. 
You can always tell the seriousness and import of the meeting based on who was in there. He ain't lying, based though. on what is what, what the topic at hand, at hand is. Yeah. Let me pause it for a second. I've seen people saying, well, D.L. Higley, you know, I don't respect you for saying what you said because of your past. Like, that is why a lot of people don't speak out because everybody has a past. Now, in their past, some things in their past they may be ashamed of. Like, that's just part of life. Everybody who was online judging and bringing up someone's past, you have a bad past as well. I have a past. Everybody on earth has something in their past that they are not proud of. So we can leave that shit behind. Because, I mean, if a woman getting her ass beat and Chris Brown speak out, he has the right to speak out. But if he speaks out, what are people going to say? Oh, Chris, you can't speak out because of your past with Rihanna. Everybody has a past. But if someone finds themselves and they end up, you know, having a change of heart and seeing life in society in a different way they have the right to speak out and voice their opinion no matter how bad their past is people are right when they say we have a lot of problems we need a seat at the table but we need the right people at the table we need people from education from finance from medicine from medical from prison reforms sociology people who have done this for a living and not made a couple of banging albums let me ask you something why is it that you will meet with Ice Cube, but you will not meet with the Congress to get a stimulus pa uh, plan passed. Why is it you won't meet with Joe Biden in another debate, but you'll meet with Ice Cube? Why is it that you will not meet with the people who are trying to stem the coronavirus, but you'll meet with Ice Cube? And I'll tell you what it is. Out of all these meetings he's had with these black people, why are they always actors, comedians, rappers, and athletes? When you watch the RNC, do you see- He ain't lying. Ex-president, one governor, one uh, so, uh, one foreign affairs uh, 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 expert. Uh, do you, have you seen them endorse him? You know why? Because they know he's a fool. And do you know why Trump picks the black people he picks? Because they are all entertainers. And that's what he thinks this is. All I have to do. I got to clap it up because that brother, he not lying. Every time Trump meets with somebody black, it's always someone in the entertainment industry. But... Like I'm, a, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let your minds brew on that because I, I know some of you guys are not gonna agree with him. But like I said, ice, this is not a knock on Ice Cube. Ice Cube is not canceled at all. All right, but let's get into the ratchet part of the show, man. Now, if y'all remember a couple, what was it? A couple months back, where Blueface, y'all know Blueface, the nigga that can never rap on beat. He was um had an interview with Big Boy, and he mentioned the fact that he had sex with. Over a thousand women if he had to put a number on it. And for those of y'all who forgot, let me play y'all back what he said. This is Blueface. Hey, females, do you think you'd knock down in the last six months? Let's play higher or lower. Five. Uh, hell no. Higher? Probably like. Shit. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, we're gonna get, what? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? A thousand. I know. I'm a. <laughs> I know. I'm a. Any females do you and this Two. is him now because he recently did an interview where he said, well, I guess he was getting more in depth about his sexual activities. Now, this is from the podcast, a million dollars worth of game. Still get steeped up. <laughs> nah, but you say, How many times I, don't run, I don't run into the same variety. And now I'm just, you know, we got money. Wait, 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 understand this. I want you to understand this, young Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. The baddest. Oh, they got the one. Yeah, they the ones burning. How many times you got burned? 
<laughs> All right, I'm, he throw me off. Let me think. Probably before before two thousand. I ain't been burnt since like two thousand. Uh, probably like nineteen. Oh God, no, two thousand nineteen. Like, that was last year. Yeah. <laughs> That's last year. I like the beginning though. He got burned last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! You fuck around, get hey, them STDs. On, yeah, you got to put a helmet on. Nah, that that still get steeped up. <laughs> nah, but you say How many times I, don't run, I don't run into the same variety. And you just, you I'm, just, it you is, live your it truth. is what it is. Yeah, huh? It is what it is. This nigga this said it is what it is. Oh my God! One time, y'all messy. I'm done. This man said I got burned last year. The dude tried to get, he, he tried to cut him some bell Look you gotta wrap it up That nigga said It is What it is My You gonna get the dumb <laughs> You know what you gonna get You stupid ignorant Son of a bitch Dumb bastard Jesus Christ I met some dumb bastards In my time But you outdo them all Get over there This nigga said It You gonna get the boo too But this nigga said It is What it is Wow and I seen people today killing my man Romeo. Y'all not gonna kill my man Romeo, my man Mr. ICDC College. Y'all not gonna kill my brother. I don't care if he only had one or two hits. My man is a young, smart brother, has a great mind. I'm sure he makes mistakes, so I'm not saying he doesn't have flaws since some of y'all dumbasses spin shit. That's not what I'm saying. But he did an interview on The Real. It was a virtual interview where he spoke about the fact that he don't want to have a, a versus battle with Bow Wow. He want to have a documentary with Bow Wow. And that makes sense. And then I seen people saying, well, you know, you want a documentary because you only got one hit, so you can't compete against Bow Wow. We all know that. Romeo cannot compete against Bow Wow. Like, for as much slack as Bow Wow takes on social media, Bow Wow is a legend. Bow Wow has been around for years, for decades. The man had hit after hit after hit after hit. But... Romeo had an impact too You know even You know albeit it was a smaller impact a lot, Well much smaller than Bow Wow But this is Romeo Speaking about the fact that Why he don't want to have a versus battle Now do I think Swiss Beats and Timberland Would even call Romeo? No But I love it because Romeo had an impact on My childhood Even though he had about one or two You know quote unquote hit songs But I was in middle school I was in high school the girls, they loved some Romeo. Now, when it came to Bow Wow, Bow Wow was like legendary. Bow Wow was like another level. That's why I don't understand now why a lot of people, especially women, they clown Bow Wow. They trash Bow Wow. Oh, he's corny. He's lame. The man just having fun, man. But this is what Bow Wow said on The Real regarding having a versus battle with the legendary Shad Moss. This, this world, we're so used to competition, right? I don't care if it's from the food industry, entertainment, you got Coca-Cola, you got Pepsi, you know, you got Britney Spears, you got Christina Aguilera, it goes on and on. And for me, I just want to give um, these stars their roses while they're here. These mm. people who truly paved the way. Bow Wow is a legend. He paved a lot of ways. Successful because even if you look at me and Bow's career, we were literally the face of a generation. So why not properly do that? through uh, these documentaries like I did with my pop story, The No Limit Chronicles, which was the biggest thing on BET. People thought they knew the masterpiece story. Yeah. When you watch and see yeah. what he had to overcome and what our family had to go through to get to that success, 
I think you inspire people even more. So, uh, yeah, I think this this world, we're so used to competition, right? I don't care if it's from the food industry, entertainment, you got Coca-Cola, you got Pepsi, you know, you got Britney Spears, you got Christina Aguilera, it goes on and on. And for me, I just want to give um, these stars their roses while they're here. 100%, man. I mean, it's not much to say after that, man. Like, this society now has got to a point where, like, when celebrities are here, we bash them. We Like, we make fun of them. We, you know, we speak down on them. We make them feel like shit, but then once they die, oh, we love you. You are so legendary. You had a big impact on us. Like, we, like we got to get to a point where that is not a viable option. So, man, let me clap. I respect Romeo for that, man. Like, Romeo knows Bow Wow had the bigger career. Romeo knows Bow Wow musically had the better career, even acting-wise. Like, Bow Wow got, um, I believe he's in the new Fast and Furious dropping next year. Like, if you go back to Like Mike, if you go back to Johnson Family Vacation, like, Bow Wow has done road bounce. He's done a lot of movies, man. Good ones, too. Like, Bow Wow could act. Lottery Ticket... I'm probably on my own, but Lottery Ticket is one of my favorite movies, man, with him and Brandon T. Jackson. So, look, we're not going to do that. Y'all motherfuckers can make fun of Bow Wow, but Bow Wow is a legend. Now, I want to introduce a new segment to close this show out. Now, this segment, it won't be here every week. This segment is called The Fast Five, where I know I promised you guys a sex episode, and, you know, I decided to keep that in the vault this week because... It was a lot of things I wanted to speak about. But with this segment, Fast Five, I'm going to ask a quick five questions to a female. Now, I don't know exactly what I'm going to ask yet because, I mean, I should write the questions down, but I kind of like thinking of it off the top of my head. But it's going to be a quick five questions regarding sex. So this week is like this Fast Five is about sex. I'm going to ask a quick Fast Five questions. It might be, I don't know what I'm going to ask. The question might be, has a guy ever smacked you in the face with a dick before in the bedroom? I mean, I don't know what I'm going to ask. Hello? Hello, you hear me? I can hear you. There we go. So look, on the podcast, I got a new segment called The Fast Five. The Fast Five. So look, what I want to do is I want to ask you five quick questions. Now, I'm going to try to be gentle because, like, we're going to start. The first question, we're going to start easy, and then it's, it's kind of going to ramp up as we go on. So, look, the first okay. question is, if you having sex with a guy, right, and, like, he just stabbed you, <laughs> and he stabbed you in the eye with his dick, what would you do? Like, would you stop or would you keep going? <laughs> How the hell would he stab me in the eye with a dick? But <laughs> I probably would, like, be like, what the fuck? <laughs> You can't do that during sex though, because that's gonna kill the whole mood. How the fuck did he poke me in the eye? Like there's no light coming in. You can't see my face. Oh, or I was just like, grabbing with my damn hand or something. Like, uh, you me? I see where this is going. <laughs> but look, don't respond like that. But look, question number two, like this one is kind of serious. Look, if you want to have kids, but for some reason you can't have kids, would you let your man fuck your mama? <laughs> my shit, she ain't gonna be able to help, but go ahead. Uh, fuck my mama, what? I mean, but she could hold the baby for y'all. 
Like she could be like a but surrogate. She didn't got that. She got the uh, the chip removed. What you call it? The, uh, oh man, she don't got a uterus. How she gonna carry the baby? <laughs> you wanna fuck my cousin? That's fine. You can fuck my cousin. That's oh fine. man, you are too funny. <laughs> oh, see, I'm crying. Hold up. <laughs> All right, but the question three. He can three. fuck the one who can't barely read, though. He can fuck the one who can barely read and has, like, gonorrhea. <laughs> I swear you messed up. But look, question three. Look, you meet a guy, you two are serious. Like, how long do you think a woman should wait before she have kids with that man? Um, as long as necessary. Like, like, what's long to you? A year, two years, three years? Uh, for me, uh, I'd probably wait about three years. I mean that's not bad. That sounds about right, especially like that's enough you. for me to get to know him. And if he's a father, I guess he's gonna be a, well. One, if I'm gonna have a baby with somebody, that's gonna be my nigga. So like, <laughs> I mean, but I probably still need to wait about three. I agree. But look, question four. Look, you meet a guy, you really like him. He's sweet, great personality. He's caring, everything. But you find out he is dead broke. I mean, like, like one day he leave his phone on the table and like, and like, you log into his bank app and you see like two dollars in his account. What would you do? Oh lord! I mean, like, I, I mean, but, but, but wait, 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 but look. I'll give him a job. I'll put him on. You give I'll him, put him on. You give him a job, but that's gonna bring down his confidence as a man. Like, like you know, men are proud. Man, look, ah, uh, no, nah, nigga, they ain't riding this morning for me. Say, baby, I got somebody. You know, I got, I got work paying fifteen, twenty dollars. I don't got a job for already. I mean, but men are proud. For, but look, question number five, the last question. Now, Matt, Matt, let's just ask it. Would you let a guy fuck you in the ass? My nigga can fuck me in the ass. I haven't been fucked in the ass. That might be kind of fun. Yeah, I'll let him fuck me in the ass. You said you would. I was. You gotta have some lube. Yeah, we can, we can get that done. <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm gonna let you go. That's that's all I had to ask. I'm gonna call you back though. Okay. All right. <laughs> that right there was the first ever segment of the Fast Five. Hold on, let me wipe my tears away, man. I'm over here in tears, like I'm dying right now. I know y'all heard the accent. She is from Louisiana, New Orleans. Shit. And but her response to the first question, like that's the response I believe any woman would have. If you having sex with a guy and he's I mean he just get aggressive and stab you in the eye with his dick, like nigga, you can't see? The lights don't work like she said, but I'ma try and make this a segment for every episode. Now, again, every episode, like the topics may vary. Like the topic this week was sex. Next next weekend may be relationships. Now the week after that it may be at your jobs. Like if you at your job, like for example, if you at your job and you know like your work bay get a little too comfortable, what like just situations like that. But again, thank you guys for tuning in and follow me on IG at Lunchroom Chatterpod. Click the link in the bio. I got a new episode dropping tonight. Also a video episode which will cover domestic abuse and mental health. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast.